Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow. Uh, before we get to uh, phase two of Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron, I urge you all to get to your nearest Google box and Google Jack Nicholson and his son Ray courtside at this basketball game because, wow, he's living life, man. He sure is. He's got his binoculars on, french yeah. fries in his lap, a burger in his hand, and he's... He's just doing He's it. He's doing life, man. All right, do it, Jack Nicholson. Okay, <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainers in Rwanda. We're hopefully going to get an opportunity to hear a little audio that he has sent back for us a little later in the show today. Holly Roberts and I are here. And uh, as I said, we have now reached phase two in the rumored relationship between Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron. Well, that escalated quickly because we just started talking about this yesterday. Yeah, well, you know, we got to cycle through it as quickly as possible because (laughs) nobody's really clear as to what exactly is going on. And so in order for the tabloids to keep the story alive, we got to go with what we can. So phase one was we hear they're dating. A source says they're dating. The two were seen uh, out and about and they could not keep their hands off each mm, other. They were kissing at the Chateau Marmont mm. or at least getting close with each other. Whatever they just that could not keep their hands off each other. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Well, phase two. Well, okay. So well, the, phase one included their dating and Angelina Jolie don't like it because. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Charlize Theron is apparently her mortal enemy. Who knew? Today we enter phase two, which is, can you guess? Can you guess? Jennifer Aniston is reacting to this news. Oh, no, tabloids, not Jennifer Aniston. Poor Jen. No, that poor, sad Jennifer Aniston who cannot, for the life of her, get over her, her quote, failed relationship with Brad Pitt. Now, I just, I'm sorry, I need to Google this because I was not prepared with this information. Please. Um, The two of them have now been divorced. Oh, I'd say like 13, 14 years. Uh, 2004, 2005 was when that whole story broke. Those two were divorced in 2005, October 2nd of 2005. That is, to your point, Holly, 13 years ago. I like everyone to do a little activity right now. Like what, jog in place or what? Well, jog in place, that's always okay. good. Nice mm-hmm. to get your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also, imagine yourself in 2005. Mm-hmm. Easy to do for me. And imagine who you were maybe having relations with in 2005. Now, mm-hmm. you may be married still to that person. I am. Congratulations. Thank you. 
However, there are just as many people who mm-hmm. are out there when they think about their life in 2005 yeah. and who they were having relations with. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, that is like a whole lifetime away. I'm doing that exercise in right. my mind. And who was I having relationship with in 2005? I don't know. There are a lot of people. And I don't care about any of right. them. Right. Well, you know, or you know, or you can do that at any point in your life, right? Yeah. Like even if you are still with the same person you were with in that year, think about a 13-year period of your life where you were not with the same person and how your feelings about that person shifted. Also, I'd like to point out both of them have been married and divorced again. Well, I don't really think Jennifer Aniston really got married, but that's, that's another, another story. story. <laughs> Either way, they both have been in other relationships. They've moved on. Calm down. But the tabloids cannot leave it alone. And so today, I, of course, in phase two of the Brad and Charlize maybe are in a relationship headlines, saw the following headline. Jennifer Aniston Aniston stuns in red on new TV set as Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron dating rumors swirl. So she's out being stunning while people are talking. Well, what the hell does that have to do with anything? I don't even know what that means. What does? Wow, good, good on you, tabloids. Oh, what is this? Hollywoodlife.com, our favorite tabloid. I know, but she is. She's looking better than ever, and she's got a bright smile but a skeptical look in photographs of her just walking around living while people are talking about Brad Pitt. Mm, people are talking. Look at her walking around with an expression on her face. She sure is flaunting her body, Colleen, mm-hmm, all over is. the set of that show. She absolutely is. Oh, boy. Can, you know, this poor Jen narrative just will never... It won't die. It go away. It won't die. And bringing Jennifer Aniston into the stories concerning her ex-husband, who she has been divorced from for 13 years. Other tabloids are doing the same thing. Oh, Colleen. of course they are. Because again, phase two, this is part of the PR handbook. Holly, do you have any more of the Jennifer Aniston headlines from phase two of uh, the PR handbook concerning the maybe relationship between Brad Pitt and and Charlize Theron. Yeah, let me flip over to page 43. Thank da, you. Da, da, da. Thank oh, you. Here's some mm-hmm. headlines. Okay. Poor Jen. Jennifer Aniston, how she feels about Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron dating rumors. Mm-hmm. Apparently, somebody has the inside track. Oh, cool. About, I bet it's a source. Yeah, a source. Thank you. Actually, the source says that Jen doesn't care and that she is moving, that she is busy working on her TV show. Of course, she doesn't care. Yes. Of course, she doesn't care. Way to twist that headline. Jennifer Aniston is radiant and red amid Brad and Charlize dating talk because she's on the job i think she's on the set of her new apple tv show in red she's probably busy she's busy well you know what she is busy doing colleen what she's fighting the chill on set in red amid brad pitt and charlie's theron dating rumors so what th- does fighting the chill mean it i that's really good you question. don't know do well, you? No, well she's not wearing a coat Oh, so, so it's cold. Ob- it's cold. So obviously she's cold. Okay, because she has gonna, no sleeves. But she's not going to chill because she's doesn't doesn't want anybody to see her shivering. Yeah, I'm so I, confused. I, I'm really confused. Well, too. I don't you know. know. Do you, Jen? Well, meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston on the set of a TV show, not giving any craps about her ex-husband. Let's be honest. She doesn't care at all, but she shouldn't be caring. And, you know, I hate to say it, Colleen. I really hate to say it. Why? We shouldn't be caring either. Well, I 
I, I didn't start caring, but I but I would I'll take your evidence. Why shouldn't we be caring? Because now people.com is reporting that Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron were never dating. Romance rumors uh, are false. So hold, says a source. Hold the phone. Holly Roberts, may I please rewind to yesterday when you told me that People Magazine was reporting that they were dating? Well, People Magazine was playing fast and loose with their headlines, Colleen. Yeah, because, well, they always are. Yeah, they always are. Well, let's go back to yesterday's headline mm-hmm. concerning Brad and Charlize. The headline yesterday was that Brad and Charlize met six months ago on a shoot. Quote, they have spent time together. Mm. So getting through the loophole of saying that they've spent time together, looking over catalogs and admiring the wallpaper at the Chateau Marmont. So not actually saying that they're dating, but Uh. running with the story that highly implies that Brad Pitt and Charlize are more than friends and perhaps bumping uglies at the Chateau Marmont because it wouldn't be the first time two celebrities shacked up at that hotel in Hollywood. That is 100% true. Mm -hmm. Those walls could talk. Bumping uglies, right? They're not. They're not. (laughs) This was dumb. We should never have even moved into phase two. Because phase one didn't even begin. But wait. In the first place. But wait. There's more. Do you have a sham wow to sell me? Uh, I don't. I have a sham of a relationship to sell you. No, I found a blind item that actually further teases this out. Yeah, no, this is actually... So is this phase three now? No, this is phase zero, actually. (laughs) We should have started here. Nah. Because this blind item is going to actually, I think, illuminate for us where all of this went wrong. Uh Uh-oh. Okay? So, just to get everybody up to speed, it turns out, it sounds like, finally... The tabloids are getting good with the fact that probably Charlize Theron and Brad Pitt are not dating. But there's a reason why that rumor was accidentally spread. And this blind item is going to illuminate what exactly happened that led to that. Oh, juicy gossip. I know. I I'm going to drop it on you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, so it turns out this whole Brad Pitt, Charlize Theron relationship that we were all up in arms about over the weekend and even talked about into yesterday and then started phase two of talking about what Jennifer Aniston might think about the relationship. Turns out maybe probably none of it was actually real. And everybody's all just kidding. How did this even happen in the first place? Well, I've got a blind item that actually might tell us how this all happened in the first place. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers in Rwanda. We're going to hear from him in just a little bit. Honestly, we've got some audio from him. Uh, Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. So, Holly, you and I uh, and Bradley, we like to look at crazydaysandnights.net. That is a place where we get blind items. That's where we source our blind items every day when we play Blinded by the Item at 1235. But we have another place where sometimes we get blind items from. It's called uh, Blind Gossip. It's oh, another yeah. blind item website. I like scrolling through this one. I do too. And this, I follow them on Twitter. And I saw this uh, in my Twitter feed. And I thought, well, I got to pay attention to this. It is a blind item that explains in great detail where this rumor about Charlize Theron and Brad Pitt probably started. And I find this to be very fascinating Mm. because nobody has really been able to point to um, 
any actual story about the two of them being together. The only story we've heard that has even maybe a kernel of some sort of truth is that maybe Sean Penn introduced them to each other. Which would be weird because that would have happened years ago because remember Charlize and Sean Penn were in a relationship, but then she ghosted him. Rumor has it based on the way that Sean Penn treated her children. Exactly. So when would that have happened? That would have happened a long time ago. So it didn't really add up. No. But then we heard that they maybe started hanging out a few months ago. Okay. So now listen to this. Also, nobody ever, there's not been pictures of the two of them hanging out together, right? Right. Okay, here we go. Ready? This is the blind item from Blind Gossip. It goes like this. We have a really interesting side note for you on the latest celebrity dating rumor that is making the rounds. Is this gorgeous actress really dating this gorgeous divorced actor who we will call actor number one? Hang on to that. That is foreshadowing. There okay. It is. Actor one. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Here's the thing. This story may have gotten twisted on the way from source to publication. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I like this. Carry on. The story that she was introduced to actor one by her ex is not true. I knew it. Right? Knew it. So that points to, so this is now, you know, now I'm out of the blind item and we're talking. That was the story that they were introduced by Sean Penn. They being Brad and Charlize. Not true. Not true. Okay. Didn't think so. Back to the blind item. Here we go. The truth is that she met an actor on the set of a commercial shoot and they started seeing each other. Okay. Yeah. Plausible. Mm -hmm. Here's the twist. There were actually three male actors at the shoot. Actor one, actor two, and actor three. She started dating one of them, but nobody actually knows which one. The media assumed that it had to be actor number one. Now, why would the media assume that it's actor number one? Well, why would they? Because the other two actors are supposedly married. Ooh, dirty. I know. And once you figure out who actors two and three are, that's when it really gets interesting. So while actor one is certainly the most viable candidate... This is coming from this website. We did want you to let you know that there might be other options. Ooh, that is a dirty blind item. Thank you so much, Colleen, for sharing that. So what the blind item tells us is that Charlize Theron and Brad Pitt, no, they're not coupling up. But perhaps on this photo shoot, Mm -hmm. there were other individuals involved. And Charlize is hooking up with one of those two people. Now, interestingly enough, a commercial shoot is what is mentioned in this blind item. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. 
They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, Colleen, one of the headlines about Charlize and Brad that was published yesterday via People.com, one that we mentioned before going to break, Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron met six months ago on a shoot. They have spent time together. Hmm. Yes, and there's a photograph of the shoot in which they're participating. There's Charlize. There's Brad. Hmm. And then there is married actor Adam Driver. Dun, dun, dun. Kylo Ren himself. No. It could very well be that guy. But interesting, when you Google this luxury watch campaign, there are actually four people involved, just like the blind item said. Yes. Now, the other person who is not featured in this photograph on people.com would be actor Daniel Wu who is very handsome. He's a a big hit in Hong Kong. He's also done some uh, film projects here in the United States. So what this blind item is leading us to believe, Colleen, I believe, is that Charlize is doing it with Adam Driver or Daniel Wu. And I say to Charlize, on one hand, congratulations, they are both attractive men. On Mm -hmm. the other hand, they're busy with other relationships. So what are you doing dipping into those wells? Yes. That is no, 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 I mean, we don't you, do you that. Know, relationships are messy and I don't know what's going on in their marriages right. or what have you and whatnot. I mean, maybe they have open relationships. I have no idea. But, but this is really fascinating. But now to the point uh, on this uh, blind item, they do say we'll wait and see. In all likelihood, if this has already been going on for six months, we could be closer to finding out if this is a, a relationship that is in process. It likely is not Brad Pitt. This could be close to being revealed just in life. Nice. Well, we need to look at Adam Driver and Daniel Wu and see if they have any relationship news that they're going to be announcing in the near future. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are on the case. We cracked the case. I think we kind of did. Yeah. All right. Now, when we come back, before we get to celebrities behaving badly, we're going to hear from Bradley in Rwanda after this on My Talk 107. Well, Bradley is on an adventure in Rwanda uh, with the American Refugee Committee. And uh, we are missing him on the show this week. But we are so lucky because he's been sending us or he will be sending us a little audio treat as he's able to throughout the week. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. And as I said, Bradley is in Rwanda. Holly and I are here. And um, we have one of those to share with you today before we get to celebrities behaving badly. I feel like it's really not easy. Let's lift ourselves yes. up with Bradley's stories before, before we smash ourselves down with the our lack of faith in humanity. All right. Here's Bradley from Rwanda. Brad says to voicemail from Africa. Hey guys, it's me, all the way from Rwanda. Do you miss me yet? I miss you guys a lot, actually. And I thought of you today as we were rolling across the Rwandan countryside, leaving Kigali, headed to the Nyabaheki refugee camp. When they're in the goat boat, that's the name of our van. It's not a boat. It's called a goat boat. It's a long story. Eight of us or so had the windows rolled down and we belted out 
Toto's Africa. We turned up the stereo and sang it at the top of our lungs. I thought of you the whole time. I really wish you could have been there. But you weren't, so uh, I'll tell you about it, and then I'll show you pictures and video later. Okay, can I also tell you very quickly, this trip is all about people. And one of the people on this trip is extraordinary. His name is Dogon. Dogon is a refugee. He spent uh, most of his life growing up in Rwanda after his family fled from Congo. Now, he currently is studying at Columbia in New York, a master's program in international education. And then, very shortly, he's going to be moving on to Harvard. Despite where he's at in his life right now, he wanted to give back. In fact, his family is still living in uh, the refugee camp that he grew up in, and that's his home as well. So when school's out, he goes back to be with his family. Despite that, while he was in New York, he connected with ARC because he wanted to volunteer. And so he's on this trip with us. So today, he was in a, a Rwandan refugee camp, just like the one that his family is in, giving back, doing service work, going that extra mile, and triumphing over all the adversity in his life up to this point. And it's people like him that make this trip so extraordinary. And I wish I could tell you about all the other stories and maybe someday I will, but I wanted to share that one with you in particular and just let you know how special this trip really is. Most importantly, thank you for letting me share that with you. And um, I hope I get to talk to you soon. I hope nobody's winning the throwback live at 2.45, by the way. Um, also, the weather here is horrible. It's like 85 and sunny. I know it's terrible. Um, but I jest. Anyway, I love you guys, mm -hmm. and I'll talk to you soon. Um, take care. Love you. Brad Aww. sent a voicemail. <laughs> From Africa. From Africa. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you just get goosebumps at the idea of him riding through Africa singing Toto's Africa? Well, I don't know if I'd call it goosebumps, but it's something. I do, because that's like a spiritual experience. I, you know, because I, didn't I joke with him about doing that? And he yes. like rolled his eyes at oh, me. Of course he did. But then he got caught up in the moment exactly. because everybody else was doing it in the van. Exactly. And I'm sure he got goosebumps as well. I will say one of my favorite things about when he takes these trips, and this is the third trip he's taken to the continent of Africa. Um, he has gone to the country of Uganda twice. Yes. And now this is his first time going to Rwanda. Um, when he takes these trips with American refugee committee, he meets so many interesting people who, um, who have such unique experiences. And then he's able to hear those stories and tell them to us. Yes. And it's, one of my favorite things about w what he unexpectedly learns and is able to share with us because it gives us a different view of life than what we're used to, especially on a day like today when we're busy, kind of stuck in the story of Brad and Charlize, <laughs> you know, it gives, it gives a very important life perspective. Yes. There's room for Brad and Charlize. Surely. Of course there is. But hearing stories like the one that Brad just shared with us, it, it's truly remarkable. It's and really cool. I look forward to hearing more voicemails uh, to more from Africa. from Africa. I do too. And you can follow Bradley on social media. He's Bradley J trainer on Instagram. I believe he has the same Twitter handle too. Yes, it's true. And so, uh, so hopefully we'll get a few more of those now. Uh, there's no really crafty way to do this from that wonderful story. No. <laughs> We're just going to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. 
of the day. You know, it's either a blessing or a curse that celebrities act D-baggy all day, every day. It's true. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to say this is a mild D-bag because okay. I don't feel comfortable um, going all in on this being a D-bag because she had to say something. But I'm going to call Victoria Beckham my D-bag today because in an, in an, in an interview... In an interview with The Guardian that was published over the weekend, she talks about the Spice Girls reunion. Now, you'll recall part of what was holding the Spice Girls reunion up that was long awaited was the fact that Victoria Beckham would not join. Yeah, so why is she talking about the Spice Girls reunion? She forfeited her involvement in that program. I think she's doing it because they're asking her about it. And of course, she's got this perfect PR answer. But my answer to her is, girl, you can't have it both ways. So here's what she says in The Guardian about her, her decision to not join the Spice Girls. She says, quote, I'm sure when they're on stage, a part of me will feel a bit left out. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? You can't have it both ways. You don't get to have it both ways. You're not left out. In fact, they wanted you to join so that they could make more money. And the fact that it's only a quartet of the Spice Girls means that each individual is probably getting a lower payday. Exactly. And you, you're, you can't say you're going to feel a little bit left out or that you're excited for them because you're, you, you opted out, girl. You opted out. She and, and now you can't leverage that for your own gain. You opted out. What is her own um, gain in all well, of this? Well, I don't quite know. Uh, you know, listen, she says what she's doing now, which is her fashion line and design. Um, she says this is her full time job. This is the thing she's passionate about. This is what she cares about. And that when asked, you know, if she would make an appearance or do a cameo, she said, no, definitely not. She said, this is my passion and my full-time job. But she says, I'm excited to see it. Um, So she's going to go and watch. Apparently, she says, being in the Spice Girls was a hugely important part of my life. And I wish my girls so much love and fun as they go back on tour. I know that they will put on an amazing show and the fantastic fans past and present are going to have a wonderful time. Does that not sound like the most packaged answer ever? I'm going full conspiracy theory on this, Colleen. I'm wondering if the Spice Girls asked Victoria Beckham Hey, maybe if you're doing this interview with The Guardian, you can uh, give us a little uh, two thumbs up our way so that people buy more tickets because word on the street is that perhaps the Spice Girls reunion is not selling out stadiums Uh, like they hoped it would. Now, it's only in the UK right now, so it's small. It's a small scale reunion tour because I feel like the only way the Spice Girls would be really successful is... In the United States, is if they joined forces and toured with another nostalgia act. Well, this is, you know, this is a good, that is, I think, a really good guess. I will say, one of the other girls has said, um, is it's Chisholm is Mel C, right? Mel Chisholm. That starts with the letter C. Well, Colleen. I didn't know if the, the, if there was another person with the last name. Okay, well, doesn't matter. Well, Mel, Mel C B and Mel, Mel C. C. Um, but anyway, she said that there uh, that that they never really asked her because they figured she wouldn't do it. Wait, they so didn't ask Victoria like Beckham to join? That's what she said. Listen, that's I stupid. think everybody has... Their, I think that we will never know the full story of how this all went down, is well, my point. We need to do like a Rashomon version of Spice Girls. 
telling the story right from many different perspectives in order to find the truth but i don't know that we'll ever know the truth this to me feels like a group like um this is like a dysfunctional family in which everybody has a view of what everybody else was thinking and doing and nobody really knew what was actually going on they all just knew that they wanted to reunite in order to make some money. Look, the mm-hmm. nostalgia circuit, it's a good way to make a living. Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, yeah. Salt and Pepper, all those 80s, 90s tours that go around the United States. Like, hey, you know what? There are worse ways to make a living. It's true. That's true. It's so, true. No. But here's my deal to you, Victoria Beckham. You don't get to have it both ways. No, you don't get to have it also, both ways. You're I, not a whopper. I Isn't feel that like, have it your way? Yeah. Your way, right? That's just Burger King in general. Oh, yeah. But I will say this. If you're Victoria Beckham and you weren't asked and you did want to go, you know, if you wanted to do it, like, I'm sure they would have accepted her if she would have said, like, hey, guys, can I just join in? Yeah, I just want to maybe hit up uh, the London tour date and it's going to be great and I'm going to surprise everyone and then all five of us are going to be on the stage. It'll be great. It'll be fantastic. (sighs) All Mm. right. Uh, Well, when we come back... We got to talk about the Oscars again. We have specifically, we have to talk about the notion of an Oscar snub. Yes, of course. With every list of nominees announced for any kind of award show, there's always a list of people who were snubbed. But that's that's not not even even a thing. thing. It's totally not a thing. We're going to talk about the notion of an Oscar snub. That's not even a thing. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I mean, what is the deal with Oscar snubs? What is the deal with Oscar snubs? I don't know. It's not even a thing. It's not even a thing, is it? It's the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is in Rwanda. We just heard from him in the last segment. He's having a lovely time, uh, and he's sharing his journey with us uh, periodically throughout the week. Holly Roberts and I are here until 3 o'clock with you. And... Um, so the Oscar nominations came out this morning. Very exciting. And the first thing you start to hear is who was snubbed. Yes, not only who was nominated for an Oscar, but then who was snubbed. Snub meaning who are the people that got the middle finger from the Academy saying, ha, you're not good enough. We're snubbing you. But I that the thing about the word snub... To me, is it feels like such a deliberate act. Yes. Right? It feels like, mm, like, uh, yes, like you said, like, we will snub you. Like, the, like it's a revenge act yeah, it, on it, a person. That it is filled with spite. Yes. Now, we're not the only ones who feel this way, Colleen, about the word snub. When I was sitting in the prep room this morning... In like Cosmo Kramer, <laughs> mocks in Donnie Love, saying, what's the deal with snubs? You know what word I want to ban? Snubs. Yeah. That came completely independent of any conversation that we were having. Donnie Love from the Lori and Julia show also hates the word snub in the context of who did or did not receive nominations for awards. Now, I want to read you the actual dictionary.com mm definition of the word snub which by the way is a verb okay thank you you're welcome one to rebuff ignore or spurn disdainfully okay two to check the movement of a horse or boat especially by a (laughs) rope wound around a post 
A horse snubbed to a tree. Now, I did oh, not okay. know that one. Interesting. Yes. Learn now, something new every day. <laughs> or in the way that snub is used as a noun, it's an act. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Of showing disdain or a lack of uh, cord- cordiality, I can read, by rebuffing or ignoring someone or something. So I suppose in the context, Colleen, of the word snub, people are using it in award shows saying that the Academy ignored the nominees but but that almost is like an active ignoring right like i can ignore my children actively yes or i can ignore them passively true (laughs) it's like children i snub you right right now i'm snubbing you Mm -hmm. you shan't be getting this treat this afternoon because i'm actively snubbing you you're right there's something that sounds very deliberate on the academy's part uh, when people are considering big Oscar snubs, where it's probably not the case. There's only five nominees in most categories for the Academy Awards. Some have three, some have up to nine, right. but most have five, meaning out of the hundreds upon hundreds of films that are Oscar eligible for the year 2018, yeah, not a lot of people are going to get nominated for an Academy Award, and that's just the way it is. It just is the breaks. And, you know, the other thing, I always think about this, with the Academy Awards, really in all award shows, I have such a difficult time because in within each category, you still are comparing apples and oranges. Sure. Right? When you look at the Best Picture nominees, those movies are all vastly different. Yeah. And and what they're being judged on by the Academy, they're it's it's so they're still subjective. It's still subjective. Well, it's subjective. And at the end of the day, we're judging art. Exactly. And so So, you don't... To to say something is the best, you you can't definitively say that. You just can't. So it still is sort of a sport, what we're doing. Oh, of course. That's why it's fun, because we get to speculate. It's the over-under. It's the the gambling aspect of Mm -hmm. the Oscars. It's doing the Oscar pool. And it's having these conversations. Okay, like... All right, so we have all these nominees for mm-hmm. Best Picture. Well, what does it mean to be the Best Picture in 2018? What right. does it, and that's why... So the, then to even make it into the echelon of being nominated, which is why that cliche, it's an honor just to be nominated, is true. Yes. Because to have even made it into the category of nominees is an award in and of itself. And thus, to have not made it into that category does not mean you were actively snubbed. No. It simply means 
you it was a year where there were a lot of great performances. Yeah, and you don't need to be validated by anyone. You need to love yourself. You yes. don't need to be validated by the Academy. That's quite all right. You Preach love yourself. Holly. Love yourself. Now, that being said, the Oscars, it's not necessarily what is the best film because we already decided that there is no best film but it's what the Oscars it's what Hollywood wants to telegraph about itself in any given year it's like a time capsule it is the time capsule Mm -hmm. it's like the weird thing that you buried underneath your elementary school that's full of pogs and and tamagotchis and tamagotchis exactly Mm -hmm. so we can look back and be like okay what was happening that year oh okay we can see maybe the kind of values and ideas that Hollywood had about itself that it wants to spread out into the world in any given year and that's you know the oscars right now that being said colleen mm-hmm. we're talking about nominees for the 91st academy awards that were released earlier this morning got a couple of beefs yeah i got, so a, there I got aren't a, snubs but holly's got beefs i got beefs mm-hmm. i don't have i don't have snubs but there are a few people whose exclusion Mm-hmm. From the nominations You're this morning, questioning. I'm, I'm mourning. Actually, I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really sad about it. One, yeah. it's a movie that you and I both saw, yeah, uh, late last year, and that would be Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah, she was not nominated for Best Actress in Mary Poppins Returns, and that is a damn shame. She is lovely. And fantastic in that role. She really was. And she can sing. She can dance. She can act. Because there's some good acting in Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. You know, and also, listen, and again, I I know that it is, we are supposed to be looking at that one piece of art as a kind of standalone. But when I look at Emily Blunt as an actress and her body of work of late... She has shown amazing growth since the days of The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, totally. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, no, I like, see what you, you're saying. You really do see how she has grown as an actress and like has kind of come into who she will be now um, and the roles that she is taking. Mm-hmm. And um, and I see that when with Mary Poppins. You see the growth and the way she owns that role. Oh, she's just lovely in that role. She and really I'm really was. sad that the Academy doesn't want to honor Light comedy, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Are uh, you? No. It's okay. You can hang on to it. Take as long as you need and to. Before we leave the there's other... There's a process. Yeah, yeah, there's a process. Mm-hmm. The other person that I'm really sad did not receive an Academy Award nomination. Now, this movie's under the radar, mm-hmm. but you can watch it on Amazon Prime right now. It's called First Reformed, and it stars Ethan, uh, Ethan Hawke. And he was amazing in this movie. And it came out last summer. It got a lot of good reviews. And it did get an Oscar nomination for uh, Best Original Screenplay. But Ethan Hawke, nowhere to be found. And it's really sad. I'm sad. That's a bummer. Snubbing. No, not snubbed. They are just not being seen in that light. That's okay. You know what? I have hope for Ethan Hawke yet. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Perhaps he'll get another role. Maybe. Hey, quick question for everybody. Uh, What is the household task that you find oddly satisfying? 651-641-1071. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. 
Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.